at this time. I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yassi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jvitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhak for either storytelling, Kayach from the Mayach, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, other Sabanian program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your Beis Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and the new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, I would like to remind everybody that I'm also available to do stories on Zoom as well. And, of course, um, this week's uh, story is also sponsored once again as Rafur Shlema for Chaim Yosefi Ben Sarah Miriam. Okay, and uh, just... Uh, what, what are you looking at? I, I was looking at you. I'm just drinking... You didn't give me a hint what kind of story you're telling today. Oh, <laughs> well, today is kind of, um, I'm fulfilling a response. A response? What kind of response are you fulfilling? Um, well, um, <clears throat> somebody uh, asked me, why don't you tell any stories about the Rambam? And? Well, I said, um, I thought most people know most of the stories with the Rambam. <laughs> I know one. Yeah, which one do you know? I know one where, where they say, I don't know if it's true or not. Well, yeah, one of the sources. I, I don't know, but I once heard. <laughs> it's really funny, but I don't know if it's true or not. You know, like like some of the doctors who were jealous of the Rambam, you know, when he was serving either as the as the doctor for the visor or he was the doctor for the for the Sultan, you know what I mean? Because... Uh, 
I remember learning in history. <laughs> you remember learning in history? What do you remember? I learned in history that uh, a Jewish history that is, because you're not going to find that in the other kind. Um, and that um, the Rambam, uh, when he came to Egypt, and he became known as a good doctor, besides being a big, big Tom Chacham, you know, uh, he was, uh, whatchamacallit, whatchamacallit, what? Uh, uh, well, um, he, he became the doctor first for uh, for the vizier, uh, the grand vizier, or how you pronounce that word, you know, the guy's in second command to the sultan. And then, after that, around 1180, he also was the personal uh, physician, the doctor for the Sultan Saladin of Egypt for about 13 years until the uh, uh, Sultan uh, passed away in, uh, let me see, 1193. Wow, you really know your history. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, uh, okay, so, very good. So, wh wh let me hear the story you want. Uh, is it a long one? Nah, it's very short. One day, what happened was this. These doctors were so jealous of the Rambam. They said they had to do something to prove that they could do things better than the Rambam. Okay. And what was that? Uh, well, they supposedly came up with an idea that they could train animals to act like human beings and, 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 and do things like human beings. And the Rambam said it's not possible because uh, an animal is still an animal, and an animal still has its animal instincts inside. Okay, that's right. And, well, anyways, you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so what they did was they trained a couple of cats. Okay, and, and these cats, uh, they managed, they trained them, like, really hard. They worked on it. You know what I mean? Like, the doctors got together, and they, they, they worked on it, and they started doing, like, tricks. They trained these cats to stand and walk on two feet. Then they trained them to take their paws. Can you imagine? They took their paws, put it together, and they were able to pick up a cup of coffee and put it on the table or put food like this and take their paws together like that, you know? Uh, and, and it was working out good. When they were ready, they were ready to have a party and have the waiters to be the cats. But the Rambam said, no, it's not possible. Okay, and then what happened? Well, when they came there, it was very interesting. There were a lot of guests over there, and these doctors were ready to make a fool of the Rambam. But the Rambam is a big Talmud Chacham, and he learns a lot of his stuff from the Torah. So, therefore, what he figured out was, uh, he know, he learned in his Torah with all the Mepharshim and everything, uh, he figured out that, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, a, a cat is a cat, and animals are animals, and they have their instincts. Okay, so get on with it, because I want to have time to tell my story. Oh, yeah, 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 so what happened was, it's like this, so they went over... And they brought out the cats, and they were serving, and everything was fine. And the Rambam had a small little box with him. What was in the box? Ah, so what happened was it, these uh, waiters, <laughs> the cats, they were coming in, uh, uh, okay, and, and these were not a Jewish cats family, by the way. Anyway, so they, these cats came in. And they were walking on two feet, and they were holding with their paws together, like they were using a hand or something, and holding some fine dishes together, and some drinks. And all of a sudden, the Rambam opened up this little box, and out it jumped. Out what jumped? A little cockroach? No, he had a mouse in there. A mouse jumped out. Oh, these cats dropped all their trays and their drinks all over the place. They broke so many dishes and everything. And they went down on all floors and they started going... And they were going around and they were chasing. It was so funny. They were chasing this mouse. And of course, instead of the Rambam being made a fool, it was those doctors. Okay, so that's that. So I thought it was too short. Well, mine is a little longer. Okay. Um, according to, you know, like there's a lot of different sources that tell stories about the Rambam. And, you know, uh, so I took a culmination of a number of these sources and put it together. So I don't know if this is really the real name of the doctor or not. But before the Rambam came along and became the private physician of the Sultan, 
there was a Muslim doctor named Hakim. And Hakim was a very interesting doctor. He was a Muslim doctor. You know, it was the religion of the Sultan and the rest of the people there in Cairo at that time in Egypt. And when it happened to be that the Rambam moved to Fastat, um, uh, which was the old city of Cairo in Egypt, so um, it was not so far from the other Cairo, the new Cairo, but the bottom line is he came to uh, take care first of the, the Grand Vizier and eventually he became, like I said, I know, like I said, really, like in, uh, in 1180, he became the Sultan's private doctor. And this guy, Hakim, probably didn't like it. No, he was very jealous. Oh, this is very terrible. I do not like what is going on here. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, this is very terrible. Ah, I am no longer the chief physician here. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, he take away my job. Not very, very good. I do not like that. I, I am supposed to be the chief physician here. Now, it is the Rambam, Rabbi Moshe Ben Maimon who is now taking care of the holy uh, 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 sultan. Now, of course, <clears throat> we all know that uh, <laughs> the Rambam just did what he had to do. As a matter of fact, his fame grew, believe it or not, because um, he didn't really charge. I mean, uh, one source that I saw said that he didn't charge people that came to his office, especially the poor people. So, you know, uh, he didn't make uh, a lot of such a money out of that, but he made his living from being the physician, uh, you know, by the Grand Vizier and later by the Sultan. When the Sultan heard so many people talking about how wise the Rambam is and how great of a doctor he is, that's what made him decide to replace Hakim. But Hakim was a doctor for a long time. So what did he do? All right, uh, Hakim, I would like to talk to you. Oh, yes, uh, uh, your honorable uh, sultan. Uh, yes, what can I do for Sultan Saladin? Well, I have decided that your message of being a doctor is very good, but not good enough. Ah, uh, I do not understand. What do you mean, not good enough? Well... It is so happens that I believe that the Jewish man, Rabbi Moshe Ben Maimon, commonly known by the acronym of a name as the Rambam, I believe that he is a better doctor than you. Now, I know that you are a royal doctor for a long time, so uh, you can take care of all the other royal people in the palace but my family and myself will now be taken care of by the great uh, Rambam. Okay? Thank you. Uh, you certainly will not be diminished. Don't worry. <laughs> no need to become jealous. Uh, maybe you will be able to learn something from the Holy Rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Your Majesty. You know what's best for you. Now, of course. This made him very jealous. Ah, boy, I can see what's coming up soon. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, he started thinking. Oh, so, the, uh, Sultan thinks that the Rambam is better doctor than me. Hmm, I gotta prove the Sultan is wrong. How can I do this? Hmm, let me see what I can do. Ah, if the, if the Rambam... Uh, maybe he does something that's not good and I could do better. I could win my place back and be the chief doctor. <laughs> I was not asking you, Yassi. You stay out of this. Wow, Rabbi Herbs, he is mean. Oh, yeah, very mean. I mean, right now he's fuming because he is so jealous of the Rambach. So let's follow him a bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can't stop me. I got Robert's permission. I can follow you. Uh, 
You're lucky in a rubber herb story, almost anything can happen. Okay. <laughs> Follow me. See if I care. <laughs> you can't do nothing to me anyways. <laughs> okay. Now, let me see. Oh, wait a minute. What are these papers floating around here? Oh, a very interesting theory. <laughs> look at this, look at this. I see. Wow, wow, wow. The Rambam writes here that is impossible. Do you see this? Uh, who am I talking to? There's nobody here. Are you talking to me, maybe? No, you're not supposed to be in the story. Uh, he's right, Yossi. <clears throat> you should stay on the sidelines and not speak to him, okay? Okay. <laughs> Besides, you don't got good meters anyways. I don't want to talk to you. Eh, uh, what did you say? It's nothing. I'm not talking to you. What well, I? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> okay, Rambam Herbs, where am I? Uh, you were plotting. Uh, you were reading the thing about the Rambam, what he said, uh, you know, about blind people. Oh, oh, yes, I didn't get to that part. How do you know that? I tell the story. Oh, right, okay. Uh, let us see now what is going on here. Mm-hmm. Aha. Oh, he wrote a theory. It's impossible to cure a person that is born blind. Hmm. Wait a minute. If I could prove the Rambam wrong here, that would be very good. Ah, can I do that? Hmm. Let me think about this. Oh, ah, hmm, eh, oh, have I got a plan? Ah, money can buy many things. Let me go to do my plan. And so he ran off into the center of Cairo, looked around, and there he saw it. There was a person blind. Hmm, there, there he is. Go to him. That's the one you want. Uh, why don't I want that blind person? Because that person... Okay, you know what? I'll let you find out for yourself. Go to that one first. Okay, I will. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, sir. Are you blind? Uh, yes, I am blind. What is it that you want? Uh, I would like to ask you a question. Were you born blind? Oh, yes. I was born blind. And I learned to live with this. Because I never ever saw... So I don't know what I'm missing. I keep hearing, but I don't know what I'm missing. Okay, so uh, there anything I can do for you? Would you like to buy some vegetables? Just tell me which one you want and then leave the money here. I will trust you. Nah, it is all right. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Not the one I'm looking for. Let me see this blind person. Hello there. Uh, what is your name? Yeah, you are talking to me. I will tell you my name. My name is Akum. Uh, I am blind. Aha! And were you born blind? Oh, no. I had some sort of an illness. And when I got sick, I gradually became blind. I wish that I could see once again, but so far nobody helped me. Aha! Come, come over here, please. What are you going to do? It is not right to rob me. Are you going to rob me? No, absolutely not. I'm going to make you a well-to-do man. A well-to-do You What? I could become rich? Yes, listen to me. Okay. I gotta take you out of range that nobody could hear just that you and me. Uh-oh, Ramirez, he forgets that Hashem hears everything. Uh, well, that's true. So let's continue. Uh, go ahead. Uh, 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 okay, I have to be quiet. Uh, that's right. Okay, now, you were not born blind. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Let me examine your eyes for a minute. Ha-ha! <laughs> Ah, I know exactly what to do for you. I see what your problem is. I have a special ointment that I could put on your eye and cure you. And I will do this for nothing for you. Not only that, but I will pay you money. What it is? I don't follow. I don't get it. Why would you want to um, 
cure me and not take money for it? And why would you give me money to cure me? I'm not sure. Well, listen here. Uh, I'm going to cure you because you are going to help me get my job back as the chief physician. I will? How is that possible? I am just simple man who sells things in the marketplace. Ah, yes, that's what you say. But listen to me. Okay, it is very simple. <laughs> I want to tell you that uh, 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 what is going to happen is like this. You are going to claim to be born blind. Is that understood? Yeah, but, but I was not born blind. I know you were not born blind. But it will be that you will say you are born blind, and that is the way you are going to claim. Is that understood? Yeah, but why I no want to lie? I know, but you want to be able to see? Uh, yes, I do want to see. You would like to get money? Yes, I would. Then you will say you are born blind, and you will keep your mouth closed, and you will not disclose that you were born uh, uh, not blind. You're going to say you were born blind. You understand what I'm saying? Am I clear? Yeah, I think so. I was not born blind, but you want me to say I was born blind, and then you will cure me, and then that will get your job back somehow, and that will make me well-to-do? Yes, as long as you keep your mouth closed and never tell the truth that you are not born blind. Okay, very good. I will help you then, because you help me, I help you. Great. And so with that, he arranged to bring him into the sultan and in front of the Rambam and had a meeting with other doctors and other dignitaries around. And he said, uh, Your Majesty the Sultan, um, as I understand that uh, the reason why you have chosen uh, uh, the Rambam, Rabbi Moshe ben Maimon, to be the doctor of me is because you are thinking that he is much better uh, than I am, so therefore you are uh, making him the uh, uh, doctor, uh, uh, the head doctor. But uh, uh, I, I could prove that I am smarter than him. You could prove that you are smarter than him? Okay, I am listening. Tell me how you could prove that you are smarter than him. Okay? Well, I read a theory. He says in theory that if a person was born blind, he cannot be cured. Is that correct? Eh? And the Rambam spoke up and he said, Yes, of course it's correct. When a person is born blind, then there's no cure. Only a miracle can cure him. No medicines. A person that was not born blind they could be possibly cured. And I stick with what I say. Ah, today I will prove you different. Okay. Uh, uh, Akum, can you please come here? Uh, uh, okay, I'm coming. Uh, 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 whoa, oopsie, I, I tripped. I'm sorry. Can somebody show me the way? Ah, yes, I will show you the way. Come this way. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. Okay. I am here, here, here. Okay. Ah, yes, you are here. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Very good. Okay, listen to me. Uh, sit down right here. Okay. Now, Mr. Akum, uh, let me ask you a very simple question. Uh, are you blind? Uh, yes, I am blind. And uh, since when are you blind? I am blind since I was born. I was born blind. I never saw it in my life. Aha, so you never saw it in your entire life. Okay, now, uh, everybody watching, including the Sultan? Yes, of course I am watching. And so is the rabbi here, Rabbi Moshe. Are you watching? Yes, of course I'm watching. Hundred <laughs> percent. This I gotta see. All right. Ahead, cure him. Let me see. If you can really cure a guy who was born blind, I will say that you're the better doctor. 
Okay, very good. So you prepare yourself to say that. Very good. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, uh, let me take this formula that I mixed up. Okay, Mr. Akum, I am going to put a special cream ointment on your eyes. And it will burn a little bit first. And then uh, after a while, you'll open your eyes and you'll tell me if you could see. Okay? Okay. He sounds fear to me. Uh, where are you? I'm right next to you now. I'll lean back a little bit. Okay. Let me put this poison. I mean, <laughs> did I say poison? Uh, no, I didn't hear that. Okay. Let me put this ointment on your eyes. <laughs> Okay, there uh, we go. Okay, I'm mixing it in. Okay, now close your eyes for a few minutes. Let us wait and see. Okay, you may now open your eyes. Take it Open my eyes. Oh my gosh! Jumping caterpillars without wings, jumping stream beams with peppers on the side. I can't believe it. I could see, I could see, I could see. And the sultan looked over and he said, I do not believe this. Do you really see? Yes, I, 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 I could see. I can't believe it. Uh-huh. All right. If that is true, tell me, how many fingers am I holding up right now? Eh, eh, fingers. Those are fingers. Okay, you are holding up two fingers. And now, how many am I holding up? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four fingers. Oh, this is remarkable. This is remarkable. Make him, I underestimated you. Uh, excuse me, uh, just a moment, please. Um, uh, may I ask you a question? Uh, 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 yes, what is your question? Uh, you, you, you're asking me now because you know that I'm the smarter doctor, right? Uh, no, uh, contrary. I just want to confirm what you are saying. You're claiming that this person was born blind? Uh, Mr. Akum, were you actually born blind? Yes, I was born blind. Yes, and this doctor miraculously made me see. I see. Okay, I just want to ask now you question, okay? Akum, is it all right? Oh, yes, go right ahead, please. All right, uh, let me just take out this cloth here. Okay, put out this cloth here. Okay, uh, do you see this cloth? Yes, I see the cloth. Okay, can you please tell me what color this cloth is? Oh, sure. It is a red cloth. Red, yes, yes, definitely red cloth. <laughs> what is so funny? Uh-oh. I think I realized what he did. He tricked me. He tricked him. Uh-oh. I was made a fool again. And suddenly the sultan spoke up. <laughs> you know, hey, Kim, for a moment I almost believed you. I know what the Rambam trick was. Yeah, we hold up a cloth. If this person was born blind and he never saw before, then how could he know what color red is? I could understand he could count fingers because I say what I'm holding up is a finger and finger counting he can feel and count them by feeling them. But how do you tell a color is red by feeling it? It is impossible to know the color red unless you're able to see before a person became blind. And in this case, Akam was not born blind. He was able to see. And if he told you he was born blind, he lied to you. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that's what it probably was. Uh, uh, yes, uh, you lied to me. I didn't lie to you. Do you remember? Shh, quiet, quiet. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'll give you money anyways. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get anybody in trouble. I was just trying to find a quick way to make some money. Okay, sorry. But by the way, thanks for making me see again. <laughs> yeah, think nothing of it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Huh, so what happened, Rabbi Epps? Well, he went back to the drawing board. And it took a long time for him to come up with this new plot. 
And this is the version that I am going to tell today, this part of the plot, because there's different versions of this. But this here, whoo, it's a little bit different than some of the other versions that I've told before also. So here it goes. So finally, Hey Kim comes up with a plot. Oh, wait a second. I just thought of something. I'm going to tell this sultan that I found out there's a plot that somebody wants to poison this sultan. <laughs> and I'll tell him I found out it's the Rambam. <laughs> yes, that is what I'm going to do. <laughs> now, he's going to probably ask me to prove it. So I have to have where to prove it. And I will, because you see, I will tell him that uh, the Rambam should prepare a very strong poison and I should prepare a strong poison. Because we know that whoever drinks a poison, if he drinks a stronger poison, then of course there is no doubt about it. <laughs> that the person who drinks the stronger person, the poison, uh, uh, the stronger poison cancels out the other poison. <laughs> so therefore, if I am not mistaken, then what will happen is that um, uh, uh, if, if the Rambam comes with a very powerful poison, I will not be able to counter it because his poison more stronger than mine. <laughs> So, my plan very simple. When the sultan asked that we should bring our poisons, divide it in half, so one half could be used against the other poisons, a poison, because uh, <laughs> he is going to try to say he doesn't know who is the one that is going to try to poison him. <laughs> but what will happen is, I will drink a very slow-acting poison. <laughs> The Rambam can certainly make a stronger poison than mine, and I will drink his, <laughs> and he will drink my poison. <laughs> okay, that will work, I think, if I got everything figured out right. Okay, so let me get this straight. If I drink a poison... Okay, so therefore, what will happen is, oh, but how, what happens when the Rambam drinks a poison? <laughs> he has to drink my poison, then he will drink his poison, which is stronger. But it will counter my poison, but it won't be poison. <laughs> because I will just take maybe sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> so since mine is not poison, therefore what will happen is <laughs> he will uh, drink his poison, then followed by my poison, which is not poison, and therefore he will die from his own poison. <laughs> I will be rid of him once and for all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that man hate him. He is the pits, you know. He is so, so mean. Wow. I never in my life saw somebody like that. Woo! Boy, oh boy. That guy is mean. Wow. You know, Rabbi Herbs? What is it, Yossi? You know, I gotta try to finish the story. I know, I know, I know. But you know something? I have never in my life heard you tell this version of the story. I mean, I heard you tell a story that was a little similar. And, 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 and you know, like he said, his poison was so strong that, you know, you know. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about the story that is in one of my books. Uh, tell me a tale, I think it's Tell Me a Tale 2, if I remember correctly, where I have a story in there that's based on the Rambam story, 
where, uh, you know, that each one was supposed to drink the other's poison. And so since the doctors that were together with Hakim over there at that time, they outnumbered the Rambam, so uh, uh, the Rambam said that he would drink their poison first, and then he would, you know, to, to counter the poison, so he would go home, and he drank all those special medicines and poisons, whatever it was, to counter it. And then when he was better, he came back, and then he said, now they have to drink his poison. And he asked the sultan, if you remember. I remember, I remember what it was. So he asked the sultan to go and, and, and bring in uh, somebody who was condemned to death, somebody who did a crime that has to be put to death, right? That's right. And then the Rambam said at that time, he said, all right, so uh, this poison and I have is very, very careful. You have to be very careful how you handle it. Even if you don't drink it, just the smell of it could kill you. I'm telling you. Okay, so for that purpose, doctors, when you're about to drink it, make sure you hold your breath first, okay? Uh, I don't want you to die before you've been drinking, you know? Uh, so uh, just let me tell you that this poison is so powerful that, you know, this prison over here, he's condemned to death. And if he, by mistake, you know, sniffs the poison, you know, so uh, he might, uh, heaven forbid, die, but uh, but we can't worry about it because he's sentenced to death anyways. But if he lives, uh, he'll be set free, okay? Uh, can you bring out the prisoner? Yes, we bring out the prisoner right now. So in that version of the story, they brought out the prisoner, and the prisoner was told, all right, now pay attention to what I'm going to tell you. That here, I just want you to be aware that the poison over there that you're going to unwrap, it's very powerful. Try not to breathe in the odor. Is that understood? Uh, uh, I think so. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, and I'll go over to this thing. I will now hold my breath. Do you say if I just breathe a little bit? Oh, yeah. If you just breathe a little bit of that poison, you can chasm die. So be very careful. Hold your breath as you're un unwinding the, the wrappers, okay? And at that time, in that story, those other doctors were talking to themselves. Hey, what do you think this could be? You think that maybe, yes, he is right? It could be a possible poison so power that the smell could kill you? I don't know. I'm not willing to try it. Hey, quiet. Let us try it. Uh, let's see what happens. Uh, don't be afraid yet. And slowly but surely, as I remember the story, this person went over and, like, he started unraveling the thing. And he was unraveling it slowly. And suddenly was sweating. Oh, man. I, I, I can't take this anymore. I'm sweating. Oh, 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 I can't breathe the smell. I can't breathe the smell. Oh, I shouldn't breathe the smell. I shouldn't breathe the smell. And all of a sudden, in that version of the story, that man, that prisoner who was sentenced to death anyways, he suddenly started to feel funny. And then as he opened up the bottle, he fell down on the floor, he collapsed, and he died. How do you know he died, Ramirez? Uh-uh. Well, because he had some soldiers take some long stick with a rope and hook on to him and pull him away from the bottle. And then, of course, the Rambam said, All right, uh, doctors, it's your turn to drink. Uh, not me. <laughs> no, 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 not me. Uh, not me. I, I, I'm not going to drink it. Uh, hey, come, this is all your idea. And you, you go away and you drink. Uh, one second. <laughs> he smelled it and he died. Oh, boy, how am I going to hold my breath for such a long time and drink it? And how am I going to make up a count of poison? Blah, blah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we, uh, sorry, we admit uh, that uh, uh, the Rambam is a greater doctor, uh, a greater poison. And in that story, all of a sudden, the Rambam began to laugh. <laughs> ah, you know, the mind is very powerful. You should remember that. You guys are really funny. You don't know much about too much, do you? Huh. And all of a sudden, 
if you remember correctly, the in that version of the story, the Sultan went over and said, What is the matter with you, Dr. Rambam? Are you losing your mind? You are laughing at the possibility you could die from this? Oh, really? Oh, hey, uh, one second. Let me pour myself a drink. And the Rambam walked over to that, you know, poison. Uh, let me just take a look at this. I pour it in here. <laughs> Delicious. Would you would you like some, Sultan? What, are you crazy? <coughs> you want me to drink that stuff and die? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> no. It's just simple sweet water. That's all it is. It's lemon juice with a little sugar and water. Yeah, try some. Are you serious? I'm very serious. I knew that they would, you know, not be able to handle this because they work with their minds the wrong way. Yeah, they just want to try to get me. That's all it is. Oh, you know what? He is right. You people are condemned. Get out of here before I change my mind. I may have you hanged uh, or, or tortured or thrown in the dungeon. Get rid of them. You're no longer physicians here. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out of them. Okay, and that was that version more or less. But this version is a little bit different. One day, Hakim carried out his plan, and this is the way he did it. He came over to the sultan, knocked at the door of his private chamber. Who is there? Who is knocking at my door? It is me, Hakim, your humble second-in-charge uh, physician, <laughs> uh, the doctor in second command uh, doctor. Uh, may I come in to see you? Oh, yes. What is it this time? Ah, uh, he was going to try to tell me that uh, Rambam did this and Rambam that and Rambam this. Oh, he's always trying to get the Rambam. Okay, let me see what is going on here. Okay. All right, what is it that you want? Uh, Your Majesty, may I speak freely? <laughs> Do you want to speak freely? Tell me, Hakim, when is it that you don't speak freely? <laughs> of course you speak freely. You always speak freely. What, are you trying to be funny or something? Okay, what is it? Okay, well, um, you know, now that I'm not the doctor in your inner court, uh, or in the outer court a little bit, uh, <laughs> so I uh, was overhearing uh, one of the patients, they were talking. Oh, really? I hope they were talking. If course they were talking. If they don't talk, then uh, you have a big problem there as a doctor. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Good joke, good joke. Okay, let's be serious. Tell me, what is it? Well, you know, sometimes I overhear the conversations. While I was treating one patient, I heard two of the people, they were talking. Hush, man. Hashmad. Yes, yes. Hashmad. Did you hear what I heard? Eh, uh, what did you hear? Hashmad. I heard that somebody wants to poison the Saladin. The Sultan. Sultan Saladin. Or is it Saladin Sultan? Or is it a solid Sultan? Uh, whatever it is, I know that somebody wants to do this. Yeah, really? Somebody wants to poison the sultan? That is not a good idea. That is terrible. That person could be put to jail, could be thrown in a dungeon, could be hanged by the neck until he is dead, you know? That's not very good. <laughs> I know that. I know this very much, what you're saying. Okay. But I, I, I started to hear what they were talking about. Uh, I mean, uh, but I was talking about, I mean, but I heard that I was talking about, I mean, but uh, I'm not sure I follow you. All right. I heard people talking, and I'm telling what I heard the people talking say. All right. So let me get this straight. While you're a doctor sitting in your office, you heard people talking. Yes? Yes, that's right. I did. Okay. Now, the people that you were talking, they were talking about what they overheard. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm following you. Go ahead. 
Well, he started to say the following. Uh, well, what I heard was, I heard that somebody is looking to grow in power. So first he took over being the head physician. And then, uh, when I heard this, my ears perked up. Head physician, who can they be talking about? That's the Rambam. So I wanted to hear what they had to say. Okay. Oh, boy, here comes another one. Okay. Yes. And what did he say? Well, um, he said the following. Anyways, he feels that if he's so close to the sultan, he could get so close, put poison in his food, and have the sultan die and take over to become the next sultan of the entire Egypt. That's what he wants to do. He wants to make a takeover. <laughs> really? You think so? <laughs> Very interesting. So, Your Majesty, that is what I heard. I know you don't like to hear that because you think that the Rambam is your friend and truly trustworthy. Yes, I do think he's my friend and I do think that he is very, very, very trustworthy. You, on the other hand... Ah, let us not talk about that. I am still loyal to you. Yes, you're still loyal to me. Okay, now, how am I going to prove it is him? Ah, I have a very simple idea. You know, we all know, in the medical world, we know that if somebody drank a poison, usually a stronger poison can counteract the weaker poison, right? Uh, you're telling me you're the doctor, not me. Well, everybody knows that. So, I suggest that I will bring a poison and the uh, Rambam bring a poison. Then we'll also bring a flask. And I will have my poison in one flask. And then uh, he will pour a poison in the other flask. Okay. And therefore what? Why would he prove it? And why would he want to do that? Ah, uh, you will tell him that uh, you want each one of us to make a very strong poison. <coughs> okay, I'm listening. Yeah, so each one will have a very strong poison. Now, um, you are saying that you want a remedy because in case somebody tries to poison you, you will have a poison to drink to be able to uh, conquer uh, the poison. Okay. Uh, and therefore what? I'm not following you. Come on, spit it out. Uh, not proper to spit, especially in front of the sultan, so I will just tell it to you like it is. Okay, so please, already, tell it to me. What is the matter with you? Come on, tell me already. You know, I'm a sultan. I have more things to worry about than... Little crazy uh, afterthoughts. No, I did not afterthought. Here's what I'm saying. Okay, so you will tell that we should pour the poison half, okay? And he will think that you're holding the poison there and poison here. But you know, you will tell him that you heard that somebody is trying to poison him and you're not sure from the rumors you heard that it's him or me. And therefore... And therefore, uh, um, what will happen is that um, uh, uh, you'll ask me to uh, uh, drink his poison, okay? And I, I, I will drink his poison after uh, I, I, I drink my poison, okay? And, and that, that, that's that, uh, okay? I think so. And then he will drink my poison. <laughs> After he drinks his poison, okay? I see. So let me see if I'm understanding your confusing thoughts. Okay. So you make poison, he make poison. Okay, fine. Good, good, good. Now, when the poison is there, uh, I take care for your poison, have for his poison, we put in little bottle. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Now, what we're doing is that once we have the poison uh, in the bottle, so then I certainly say that you should drink uh, his poison, okay? And then uh, <coughs> um, uh, 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 you're drinking his poison uh, and he drinking your poison? Uh, yeah, that is correct.
I'm not sure I follow, but all right. Okay, I'll think of something tomorrow. Uh, come uh, tomorrow. And the next day, uh, Hakim came and the Rambam was summoned. Yes, yes, Your Majesty. Uh, the Sultan Saladin, his honor, has uh, sent for me. Yes, I have sent for you. And I sent for Hakim also. Oh, ah, very interesting. He has this little smirk on his face over there. Hmm, I wonder what that's all about. Hmm, let me think about this. Okay, yes, yes, Your Majesty. What is it uh, that you want? Uh, uh, go ahead, Your Majesty. Uh, please, by all means, tell us uh, what it is that you want. Okay, I will tell you what I want. Okay, it is very, very, very simple. Okay, let me tell you what happened. Last night, okay, uh, I had a dream, and my prophet came to me in a dream, and he told me that one of you two, he did not say which one, one of you two are planning to poison me. So, now, please, no, 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 don't try to interrupt me. Let me finish speaking. So now, I know you will both deny it. If I ask you, you will say no. If I ask you, you will say no. So, of course, and perhaps both of you would be right, and maybe not. However, I cannot treat the dream very lightly. So, I want you to prepare a medicine for me that would make any poison in the world harmless. That means you're making another poison to counteract another poison. Is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, that is true. A strong poison can counter a, a weak poison. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll make one. I will make one without a problem. Uh, that is fine. Okay. Uh, but how am I going to know which uh, poison is the strongest? Well, we'll have to do a little test tomorrow. Tomorrow, both of you will bring your prepared medicines, your poisons. Then we will carefully divide up each medicine into parts. And each of you will drink the other's poison and then his own poison. Okay? Uh, but, but your majesty, um, you know, with all due respect, that will kill my good friend Hakim standing right here by my side right now. Uh, uh, you see that, Your Majesty? My rival over here, the Rambam, is only trying to get out of it. I don't mind drinking this here, uh, poison. I don't mind at all. I will be glad to take his poison and prove to you that mine can make it harmless. <laughs> oh, very good. I'm glad that both of you are so sure of yourselves and that makes the test to be very, very fair. Okay, gentlemen, the thing is settled. I will see you both tomorrow at noontime. Is that understood? And of course, both of them went. Wow, this is unbelievable. This version, woohoo! Oh, this is exciting. So what happens? I'm going to tell you, we only got a few minutes left. So let me let me see if I can get it all in. Okay, so Ramam went home. <clears throat> and he started thinking, and he started to, you know, thinking what kind of poison should he make. And as he was going home on his donkey, he couldn't understand it. Hmm. Surely Haken must have known that I am much better than he is. I can prepare a much stronger poison than he can. So why should he take such a chance? Or perhaps he thought of some trick of some sort. And besides, Hakim had this kind of strange, smirky expression on his face. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder. So when the Rambam came home that evening and his waiting room was filled with people that needed some uh, medical attention and some were community leaders that needed some scholarly advice and others were asking Shilas back and forth and things like this, and the Rambam greeted every one of them with a smile. But he also begged them to forgive them before he sees them. He had to go eat something first because he could not eat the trephus, the non-kosher food, in the palace. 
And of course, after he finished with them, and he went back to his writing of his famous writings and learning and so on and so forth. And he was thoroughly exhausted. He had a very busy day that day. And what ended up happening was the Marambam was sitting there trying to figure out hmm, what is it that he is doing? I don't know. And meanwhile, the Rambam fell asleep because he was so exhausted and tired. When the morning came and he woke up, he davened and he took some time, extra time to study, to do some learning. And he ate a light breakfast. Then he went to his laboratory and he started to prepare a very harmless solution of sweet water with red wine. <laughs> if I'm thinking what I am thinking, then this will be just fine. Then after he made that quote, quote, poisonous medicine, he came to the palace and the sultan was there. Oh, yes. Rambam, you are here. Hey, Kim, you are here. Okay, now each one of you pour half of your solution. Come on. Pour half of your solution into this mix. Let's go. Let's go. Pour half of your solution. Very good. Very good. I like what you are doing. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. Okay, Your Majesty, the bottles are ready. Okay, so your turn first, Akim. Okay, you will drink the mixture that was prepared by the Rambam. And then the Rambam will drink your mixture. Okay? And of course, Hakim wasted no time. He swallowed the mixture that was prepared by the Rambam. And the Sultan said, Okay, it is your turn, Rambam. Rabbi Moshe ben Maimon, you must drink his mixture. No problem. I will drink his mixture. And slowly, the Rambam began to swallow the mixture that was prepared by Hakim. And then, after Hakim gave him his, he drank his own poison. And nothing seemed to happen. And then, for a few moments, Hakim stood there. Nothing happened either. Because after he drank the Rambam's poison, he drank his poison. But suddenly, suddenly without warning, ah, Hakim began to twitch. And Hakim fell down on the ground. And as he fell down on the ground, he started to convulse and he was bouncing all over the place. And he was foaming at his mouth. And in a few moments, Hakim lied there and he died. Hakim died. And suddenly the Sultan said, Ho, 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 I am glad, my dear friend. Rambam, Rabbi Moshe, that you are all right. I had no doubt for a moment that you were the greater doctor. As for that miserable, wicked person, I never really liked him. And I'm glad that you managed to kill him with your poison. <laughs> but your majesty, I did not kill him. I didn't kill him at all. He killed himself by his own hand. What? I do not understand. I'll explain. See, Hakim knew that I could prepare a much stronger person, a poison. I could prepare a much stronger poison than he could. He knew that. So he thought of a vicious plan. He wanted to take a slow poison at home before he came here. It was a very slow poison. And that's why it didn't work right away. And then by uh, he would bring with him, he would bring a harmless solution. He probably made a similar solution like I did. And then by drinking what he thought would be a stronger poison than which what I would bring in for the contest, you know, you know, he thought that my poison was stronger than what he drank. He would drink my harmless mixture and then he would remain well and it would counter the, the problems 
caused by a slow poison. But on the other hand, I would drink his harmless solution and then drink my own strong poison, which he thought was poison. And thus he thought that I would die by drinking my own poison. Ho oh, oh, ho! Now I get everything that treacherous doggy what he is. Oh, oh I but but wait a minute, what really happened then? Didn't you make a strong poison? Ah, your majesty. You see, I thought about it, and I saw the smirk on his face, and I realized that he has something up his sleeve. And therefore, what I did was, I didn't prepare a poison at all. I just prepared sweet water and red wine. And I mixed it together, because I thought he was not going to give a real poison. And if I would drink my poison, which would be real, according to his plan, I would die. And if he drank my poison, when he really drank his slow-moving poison before he came here, he would live. But of course, with Hashem's help, I was able to figure out his plan. And so, therefore, since there was no real strong poison on either side to be able to counter the slow poison that he drank before, he died by his own hand. Whoa, this is unbelievable. Not only are you a great doctor, Rabbi Moshe ben Maimon, but you are also one of the wisest men I have ever met. From now on, you are not just my doctor, my personal physician. You'll also be my personal advisor. Wow, that's a great version of that story. Well, I did a lot of research today. Okay, I think that's all the time we have, and we're not going to try out to see if that phone system works through by doing it this way. Maybe one day the COVID virus will be gone or these vaccines will work so much and then we can go back and doing it in the studio. In the meantime, until then, everybody enjoy this story and everybody have a wonderful Shabbos and a great weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.